Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perrone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perrone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you, Joe Perrone, welcome. To the program today, Joe. How are you? Hi, Tom. It's so great to be here speaking to business owners and uh, helping them. We have an a interesting guest. If you don't know Joe Perrone, everybody does, but some people might not know Joe Perrone. But Joe Perrone has created Time Freedom Coaching, and he's done it through uh, his experiences running two multimillion-dollar businesses um, with his partner. And he learned, and he'll tell you the story, that he had to change his particular um, way of doing business uh, because of a life change he wanted to make. And it's turned into an actual specialty for him. So, Joe, we're we're really eager to hear the story. So welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me, Tom. And, And, you know, I... I love talking about time freedom for business owners, as you mentioned, uh, you know, running two successful businesses on, you know, six hours per week with my business partner. We have a wonderful team of people that make this possible and we've created a a culture in our business, but it, it really started back to having time. And this was time to work on our business versus in our business. If you, you know, when you're working inside of your business, you have a you have a job. You know that is your your job. When you're working on your business, you're creating an investment that is uh, building value inside of that business. And the when I talk to business owners, the biggest thing they say is, "Well, you know, I, I don't have the time, Joe. I don't have the time to to work on these key areas." of my business. And so I created the five keys to time freedom as a a, a precursor to getting them to those professionals that they need to really sit down and speak with to get their business to that next level where they really want to have that freedom inside of their business, that value that they want to build that you talk about in your book, in their business. They want to build that value. And most of the most of them said, Joe, I don't have the time. So I created this for them. And it's it's five easy steps to get them thinking about creating time freedom. And I'll and, and Joe, let me add, I mean, I'm not talking to someone who's just talking wind here. I watched Joe over the years transform himself to working all kinds of hours. And Joe, you're going to share that story with us, right? Why that happened. But I'm watching Joe run two, two of these businesses, like I mentioned, and he's working really less than 40 hours a month, on two businesses, maybe 20 hours a month, because we always have time with each other. So it's a, I'm sure your kids ask you, daddy, do you have a job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dad, what do you do? What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> so, so Joe, just to set it, why don't you tell the audience 
really what happened and why you got into this transformation of business. Yeah, well, like many business owners, you know, I started with the company, my my auto repair business. I was a an employee of the company, and you never know, you never learn what what to do in business. It, it, it you you learn a lot what not to do, and and I learned a lot of what what not to do in business, and um, you know, grew up in this industry, grew up in the auto repair industry, and through you know series of events, bought the company. I've been in in this industry for 25 years. And back in 2008, 2009, I was able to purchase the company. And and as we we built this company up and a lot of hours, a lot of uh, time spent in the business, physically doing work, marketing, customer service, you know, wore every, you know, wore those 57 hats that every business owner wears. And the image that I had of a successful business owner was that hustle, grind, that 80, 70, 80 hours a week mentality. Don't stop. Just, just keep, keep pounding the pavement. And what I, what I learned was, you know, in 2014, as, as this business was successful, money was coming in. I had the house that I wanted. I had just gotten married and life looked really, really, really good. And I hit I hit a brick wall because I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't uh, focusing on um, building uh, building systems inside of my business. I I wore the Superman S on my chest. I, I had to do everything. I was a control freak. I blamed everybody. I had an anger issue, and all these things culminated in, in the in August of 2014 with a, a panic attack that that sent me to the emergency room. And boy, that'll a free ride to the emergency room will really wake you up and kind of say, geez, you know, this isn't working. And it really wasn't working. And it was a point when the doctor said to me, hey, you're going to be on antidepressants for the rest of your life or a good portion of your life. And I said, to hell with that. And I said, well, you need to this isn't working and you need to come up with another way of of managing this. And um got to the point where seeking out mentors, you know, you and I sat down early on and, and working with people that were where I wanted to be in life, that were successful, that had that positive mental attitude to serve and help other people and, and realize that a business was an investment. And if you had, if you were in that business, it was a job, the more you could create time outside of that, that business, now it's an investment and now it's valuable and it's valuable to your employees, your business partners, your clients. So that's that's where we start the five keys to time freedom was the seven years of work that I've been through just to create time. <laughs> well, well, you you learned, unfortunately, through, but fortunately, it was kind of fortuitous because, you know, you you got a scare. It didn't hurt you physically. But you woke up and looked at it and you peeled back the onion to look deeper to what was going on in your life. Because I've always said in my book, I talk about it. When you go into business, the business is supposed to not only do things for you. That's why you go into business. It's to have you put a run a business the way you want to run it. But it's supposed to give you most uh, an investment it's supposed to do things for you and if you're not doing these things you got a place to go a paycheck and a job but you don't have an investment and you'll put more 
time and energy into your business. And once you start doing what you're doing, learning how to delegate and realizing you don't need to be here. You know, where you came from was the Perone family and a lot of Italians and a lot of other ethnic groups where we learned from our grandfathers, you always work, always keep moving, right? Eh, maybe, then maybe it worked for them, but not for us, right? So, Absolutely. so let's get on to the, the five steps, Joe. So the... <clears throat> You know, so as I talk about the five keys to time freedom, and when I had to realize what I was doing physically to myself as using that excuse of I don't have time. So when I when I realized that that was a story that I was telling myself, I realized that I really had to slow down and look at all the other stories that I was telling myself. So my first key to time freedom is slowed down. And, and many people would would kind of say, well, well, slow down. Well, I got to be busy or I got to make money. I got to, you know, there's a lot of things that I got to do. But imagine for a moment, if you were away from your business, if, so, if suddenly you just had a, a shutdown in your business, you know, back in 14, when I, when I had the panic attack, what it could have been worse. What if I was the only person there? What if I didn't have a business partner? What if I didn't have people in place to kind of help me. Well, I would have had been forced to slow down. I was forced that day to slow down. I couldn't deliver any cars that day. I couldn't answer any phone calls that day. So if we slow down before, it, it takes a, a emergency room ride or some other catastrophe. You know, I was working with a business owner's wife was getting ready to file for divorce. That will that will that will stop you in your tracks and 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 cause you to focus on what what needs to be focused on. And you know, most people that I talk to that say that they have no time, they're wiped out by the end of the day. They can't catch their breath. There's no time to enjoy those fruits of their labor. The cash might be coming in, but your your family, friends, and loved ones have you on the side of a milk cart. And no matter you know how hard you try, that you just have nothing left. So. You know, when you're going every day, there's chances are that you're, you're making these fast decisions. You agree to things that you shouldn't. You don't have boundaries because I know because that's this is written from my perspective. And what I realized, I was writing this for myself. And I, when I realized that this is valuable and it will help other people. And, and I, I wasn't the only one facing this this problem. You know, I was always focused on that next client, that next close, that next deal. Where's that next car going to come in from? And I said yes to everything and allowed stress and overwhelm to just, you know, in, in, in infiltrate my life. And I was speeding through life. And there's, there's years, Tom, that I don't remember. I was going too fast and memories and things that I, I don't really remember. So, you know, my first key that I like to tell business owners is to slow down. You know, the first knee-jerk reaction that most business owners will throw out at you is, I have so many commitments. I I have commitments, and there, there's so many things to do that require my time and energy, and life just goes by very fast. And then you add the business and the family. So, Joe, listen, we're, we're all busy. Everybody's busy. If you're successful, you're busy. But you're going to share with us some actionable things that we can do to mitigate that time and that feeling of rushing around and creating more slowdown time? What would they be? 
first and foremost, you must get seven to nine hours of sleep per night. I know it sounds crazy. I know that, Joe, come on, get some sleep. When I was burned out, when I was in the midst of that, I was getting four to five hours of sleep per night, and I was a wreck. I couldn't think straight. I Everything was off. And sleep was the number one thing that helped me slow down. And there, there's a couple sleep tips that I have, which is, you know, set up, set a wake up time and a bedtime, you know, you, to get that eight hours of sleep, we plan everything else. We plan every meeting, we plan every client, we plan our jobs, we plan, we plan, 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 plan some time for yourself so you can get that eight hours of sleep. I love the three, two, one, zero countdown method, you know, three hours before bed, no food or alcohol, no two hours before bed, stop working, you're done, put, put it all away, it'll be there tomorrow, you know, an hour before bed, no more screen time, shut those screens off, shut that down, that, that light, that blue light, that those filters, it will, it will affect your sleep. If you're, if you're right up to the time you pass out, you're on your screen and Zero is the number of times you'll hit that snooze button in the morning if you follow this. So, um, you know, I also like to keep tech out of the bedroom. You know, you want to you want to have create that sleep environment for yourself that will allow you to get that time to relax, recharge. Um, Keep your bedroom free of clutter. And I just believe that, you know, people will say to me all the time, Joe, sleep, really? Yes, sleep try it tonight. It's something that's actionable. Everybody can get eight hours of sleep. And if you need to start earlier in the day, get to bed a little bit later. The next thing I I like to, to teach my clients is when you wake up in the morning, block that first 10 minutes of your day for yourself. We could all take 10 minutes, you know, instead of reaching for that cell phone or reaching for that email or you know, it's out of your reach. If you've kept it out of the bedroom, it's it's out of your reach. So block that first 10 minutes of the day for yourself. And what I like to do is I keep a, a little notepad or a journal by my bed. And I write down when I open my eyes in the morning, what are the what are the things that matter? What are the things that gonna that are gonna matter today? Who are the people that I'm most grateful for today? And I also like to create an act of giving with that first 10 minutes. So Reach out to reach out to somebody that's changed my life. Reach out to somebody that's helped me. Reach out to somebody that I can help out or promote their business or or reach out to, and I'll send them a send them a text or send them a note in my first ten minutes of my day. Love meditation. Think of all the things that are good in your life. Think about how your day is going to go today. Envision that that amazing outcome that will happen hour by hour. Who are you going to meet today? What do you expect to happen? And go tech-free periodically through your day. You know, I, I mentioned leaving your cell phone out of your bedroom, but certain points of your day when you're doing your highest and best work, keep the cell phone off. Put it in a drawer somewhere. If you have your time and focus on the work that you're doing right now, I can guarantee you that your productivity in that period of time will go through the roof and you know you won't have the pings and the dings and the rings and people you know these 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 cell phones are, are access points and we have to limit those access points throughout our day um, and I, and I also like to to talk to my clients about journaling your thoughts good and bad I remember a time when I was going through coming out of burnout and 
Wait, Tom, a lot of the things that that I was focused on were things that were never going to happen. It was business worries that were never ever going to happen. It was focused on cash flows, focused on, you know, where, you know, where's this next new account going to come from? And most, you know, most of these worries, they don't even happen, right? Dale Carnegie, how to stop worrying, start living. 90, 90% of them are never going to happen. Or more. <laughs> right. They're never going to happen. Or, or or more, right? I started writing these little worries down. You know, I was worried about a, a cash flow issue one time and I and I wrote down, well, what did I want to happen? This is what I was worried about, but what did I actually want to happen from knowing what my outcomes had been up to this point? I said, you know, I always have more than enough in my business account. When that next tax bill comes in, when that next big bill from a vendor comes in, I always have enough in the account. And it would, it would train my mind. So every time I'd have that worry again, I'd go back to that journal entry and I'd say, you, you were worrying about this, but here one week later, you had an abundance in your account and everything was just fine. So you, right, so you worried so for right. nothing. For nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, those, so those are some of the tips that, that I like to start with uh, slowing down. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then there's more. But uh, so what would be number two? So my second uh, tip, the key to time freedom is getting clear. So, you know, we're slowing down and we're kind of, you know, taking some time and and getting a little bit of rest so that we have actually have a, a clear mind to kind of move to this next step of, of getting clear. What do we actually want? Okay, so we know what we know what we don't want, and we know where our time, you know, it, it's it's being our controls are being handed off. And how how did this all happen? You know, if we're busy and it's just chaotic, and 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 everybody can reach us at any time that they want, it's because we never got clear on what we wanted life to be and exactly what we wanted. We borrowed somebody else's blueprint for what life should be. We, we bought, we bought into that. Well, you need to, you know, like you said earlier, we need to be busy. We need to be busy to be successful. And, you know, what, I, what I like to teach my clients about is getting clear. And I, and I have some exercises that I would like to share, share with our listeners and our viewers on how to get clear on what we really want in life so that we can create our plan for our life. We don't have to copycat somebody else and, and just go, you know, the end of the ham story, right? You know, the, uh, the grandmother cut the end of the ham off, the mother cut the end of the ham off. Well, she only cut it off because the pan wasn't big enough. And, and it was three generations like that. So sometimes we just do things just because the past generation did that, you know, to your point earlier. So I'd love to go through these, this exercise of, of how I help my clients kind of get, get that, clarity on where they want their life to go in most cases um uh without the time savings their clarity gets hijacked now you've just reclaimed time if you learn if you did step one because you slowed things down so i would think that having clarity in life really has allows them to focus on where they want to be a lot of people haven't defined where they want to be they've been on automatic pilot oh yeah oh yeah because that's what that's what they've been taught to do and there's there's no there's no manual on how to do this and you know you do what your neighbor did or you do what your family did or you know you just 
you, you really don't know why you're doing it. So to, to, to kind of stop that in its tracks, I like to, to ask people, what, you know, what do you value the most? What are your, what are your top three values? And I remember when I was going through, you know, all this and creating this for, I created this for myself in the beginning. I I valued freedom. I valued my family. You know, I valued experiences, you know, travel and experiences. And, and I I valued creating, creating a business that was going to be an investment and not going to be my job for the rest of my life. So you know, I encourage uh, the listeners to write down those things for yourself, write down those top three values, those things that are just non-negotiable, the things that you will, at the you know, when that last day comes in your life, that you can say that I was true to those values. I spent time with my family. I had freedom. I was able to do the things I wanted to do in the order that I wanted to do them. Um, you know, I was happy. I had a, a happy life. And if you could stay true to those values and remind yourself, and, and I keep them, I keep them where I could see them every day. I, I have multiple three by five cards all over the house, and it talks about freedom, it talks about family, it talks about see, you know, seeing the world, seeing what's out there, and enjoying life. And you know, the next thing that I, I love to tell people is to. Write down the names of those people that you value in life more than anything. And it's, it's so important that we identify these people. And it, and it seems that it's a simple exercise. But, I, you know, a recent experience that I had was my wife asked me, hey, can, can, we, can we go walking in the morning? And they said, I got, a, I got appointments in the morning. And I and just, well, you, you know, you schedule everybody else in your calendar. Well, can I, can I get a, can I, can I just book some, you know, do I have to go onto your website and, and book a call with you to get, to get a half hour so we can go walking. And it, you know, reminded me, you know, even the time freedom expert, the people that, that will be there for you for the rest of your life, the people that you value to go and put them in your calendar, to make sure that you create valuable time for them. And they're not just an, an afterthought because what, what gets planned, you do more of. And as you do more of that, you'll get in the habit of making time for those people first. We do it with finances, right? We talk about paying yourself first, right? And then pay, then, then going to the next step. Well, the people that mean the most to you, Pay them with your time first. Give them the best parts of your time. And, you know, I, I read this book. It was the, the Five Regrets of the Dying. And that's that was the five regrets that people had the most when they were, were on their deathbed. They wish they had worked so hard. They wish they had spent time with their family and friends. They wish they allowed themselves to be happier. They, they didn't say that they wanted to wish they worked in the office more, you know, and they wish that they lived the life true to their values and their, their um, dreams versus other people's demands and expectations. Um, And on this clarity exercise, it's, you know, okay, you're with, you're living out these values. You're with these people. Okay. What would you be doing? If you, if, if you're listening to this today 
and there's something that you say, you know what? I do not want to be doing this. Okay. Well, what would you be doing in its place? Okay. Who are the people that you're with? Are those the people that are on that list of those people that you value? Or are you spending time, you know, you talk about it all the time, you know, hanging out with the turkeys rather than flying with the eagles. So the, your eagles are these people that will be there for you for the rest of your life. They're, your, they're the people that will build you up. And, and when, when times are up or down, it doesn't matter. They're, they're the people that matter. Um, and create that imagined lifestyle. You know, we, we love the book. You, you recommended it to me a long time ago. It was Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. And it's creating this mental movie of what you want life to be like. So as you can get clearer and clearer and clearer with this, um, you know, if you said, hey, I want to go out to dinner. Okay, well, you can go out to McDonald's for dinner. But now if you said, hey, I want a steak dinner. Okay, well, that's a little clearer. Okay, you want a, you want a steak dinner. Okay, well, you want a steak dinner that's two hours away or you want, you know, just whatever random steakhouse is down the street or do you want, you know, do you want to go to the, the, the prime steakhouse? Well, I want to go to the prime steakhouse. Okay, well, you want, you want to go on a Tuesday or do you want to go on a, a prime night? You want to go on a Saturday night? Every every extra detail we could add to those, those things of life, it will bring it to us faster. It will get us clearer on what it is that we truly want. And, and I might add, um, I've done this for years, but find a quiet time alone when you do this. And you may not do it in one sitting. It might take you literally months to get your clarity. But keep peeling back the onion and get more specific. Um, we, I had Walt uh, Norm uh, Trainer on the other day, and we talked about um, strata and time and peeling back and going deeper. My wife asked me, what's the best thing you got out of Norm's coaching from so many years and a lot of the money you paid? I said, I learned to get, not be satisfied with my initial answer. So that's what clarity is all about. It might take some time. Joe, number three. So number three in this, in the freedom keys is do less. And that, that, again, sounds, sounds counterintuitive, do, do less. Now, this is about doing more of the things that are essential to you, that you've gotten clear on, that after you've slowed down, you focused on and You said, these are more of the things that I want to do. And do less, number three, of the things that are not bringing you joy, happiness, peace, freedom. These are the things that you want to do less of those things that are stressing you out overwhelming you and you know how how i how i learned to to do this best way to my clients is find out what it is you're doing in 24 hours i keep a pad i just keep a regular legal pad with me and i'll write down the day what did i what did i do today in the last 24 hours what did i do and as i go through and say wow you know i i spent some time at probably shouldn't have watched that TV show. I probably shouldn't have, you know, spent that time on social media. You know, I got kind of down a rabbit hole doing some research here. Okay, well, this wasn't, this wasn't in my clarity of what I wanted to be doing. This wasn't effective to building my business or creating time freedom for myself. And 
the time audit was one of the biggest things that I learned. It was the simplest tool, a simple pad and a pen. Write down what you're doing for 24 hours, seven days a week. It, it's a very simple exercise, but it's eye-opening because it will show us at the end of that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like you said, this is not going to be something you're going to do overnight. This takes this takes time to work on and get clear. Now you could you could look at that time and say, what were the things that I really loved doing? You know, I went to, went out to lunch with a mentor. I learned some things that would impact my business. Um, you know, maybe you went went to lunch with a turkey. And you said, "Geez, that was that was that was a waste of an hour right there. It really shouldn't have." You know, we talked about you know politics, the weather, all this stuff that doesn't matter. I should have I should have not focused on that. I should have focused on where I where I valued my time. Maybe find another mentor. It work on my business a little bit more. And the first time I, I did the pass through this, you know, I found almost a hundred hours in the course of a month that I was wasting valuable time. And I had the nerve to say I didn't have time. I didn't have time to sit down with that advisor. I didn't have time to read that book. And and you know, uh it in the area of the value of your business. This is critical. This is actually one of those value drivers that has an impact on the price that you're going to sell your business for. And if you don't learn how to do it, you you again end up probably collapsing at your desk because you're not going to have a business to sell. Because owner or purchasers do not want you in the business. They want to buy your middle management. If you don't delegate the stuff that you are doing and no one's doing it for you, they don't want to hire you. Your business is not worth anything. It's good for you, it is. But this is number three is so important to start doing as early as you can, not only for the quality of life and the lifestyle that you're talking about, Joe, but also the business value. Like you're able to now, you can walk away now. People know that they can buy your business and they don't need Joe Perone there, Tom right. Perone, whatever it might be. So what that that do less is, is really a positive. And again, I would think that if you're doing less, but you're doing the things you want, you throw more passion in what you're doing every day. And as as you're finding, as you're finding these things that are, you know, maybe they're maybe they are important things. You know, maybe these things that you need to do less of. You know, I cat I categorize these things that we you know that we say we must do. Right? Okay. Well, does this this thing does it matter? You know, and does it matter right now? If I do it right now, maybe maybe it matters. Okay, maybe it's not something that I could just stop doing, but it's still stressing you out. Well, does does it matter right now? You know, and can I can I change my attitude or my approach to doing it? You know, can I can I outsource it? Can I ask for help with it? And, and you know, what would happen if I just stopped doing this? You know, I, I have a, a client was on a board for a school, and it was her daughter's school, and she said, you know, I have eight hours per week that I spend with this with this school board, and you you can't even imagine the stress that. The, the emails, the calls, the talking about the board members and all this. And, you know, this is eight, this is eight hours a week that she's dealing with this. And I said, 
well, you know, yeah, it's being on the school board. This matters. Does it, does this, you know, what was, what got you on the school board in the beginning? And she said, well, you know, my daughter went to the school and got to spend a little time with her, got to know kind of what's going on in the school, got to network within the school. Okay. Well, what, you know, what, what changed? And it became less of being involved in more of the drama and all the, you know, the stuff on the sidelines. And I said, well, what if you just, you know, is this something that you, what if you just stopped doing this? And she goes, huh. She goes, well, my daughter stopped going to school like two years ago and I'm still on the board. She goes, yeah, I don't know what would happen. I guess, guess I don't need to be on the board anymore. So it was important to her. It mattered. It didn't matter right now. It didn't matter anymore. If she stopped doing this, she freed up eight hours in her day. Now, this is time where she could build her business. She has eight hours now per week that she could focus on her business and what she needs to do. Um, so some of these things where we've never gone back and questioned why we're doing them, and maybe we enjoyed them at one point. Maybe we're not good at them. Yeah. You know, and, and, and finding those finding those people within our organization that, that are really good at it and that could do it, you might be doing them the biggest favor in the world by saying, hey, is this something that, that you might enjoy doing? And they might step right up to the plate for you. That's what I found. And there's the value because if you think about it, a lot of business owners are doing $20 an hour, $10 an hour jobs, and they're making $400, $500 an hour. So why would you do that? Right. What's it worth an hour to be with your kids when you don't have to be doing what you were doing for 10 bucks an hour, right? And and Joe, again, it comes back to what you were talking about. If you journal, it might take a while, but you do it for a couple of weeks and you start to see some uh, actual things that are sticking out at you that's saying, what am I doing this for? What am I doing that for? And it does create time freedom, definitely. Accountability, just journaling, again, coming back. How about number four? Number four is, is scheduling time for yourself. You know, we, we know that open space is important. And as we're going through, we're, we're really examining our life and examining the time that we have and examining, you know, okay, what are these things that we did that we don't need to be doing? What are these things that we do that, you know, we should just ask for help with? What are these things that we, you know, could do? You know, what happened if we just stopped doing these things, right? So as we're examining life, now we're starting to free up, free up more time. And going back to the second key of getting clear, it's important to have that clarity because now at, at key number four, where you're scheduling time for yourself, now this is time that you have. It's, it's sacred space. It's time that you can have your best ideas. This is time that you'll have those breakthrough moments, those ideas for your business, those ideas for your life, These you know this planning time. This is time that you can actually go back and focus on those things that you really want to do. Um, you know, work, focus on your health, focus on your, your mind, body, and spirit. You know, these are the times when you're going to read that book that would be so essential to growing your business or to, to adapting to that mindset that will help you win in business or, you know, create that culture in your business. It'll give you time to focus on if you have employees, 
Tom and I, Tom, you and I talk about this building a culture in your business. You can actually be present. You can listen to what's going on in your company. You could hear about what what people want to do, and and this is this is going to build your business. These are those value drivers that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and by by taking this time for yourself, now we're able to to be clear on what to say yes to, what we can graciously say no to. And you know what? There's some times where there's going to be a little, a little FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. We might, we might miss out on a few more things. Our phone might not ring as, as much as it used to because we, we've kind of eliminated some of those things. But, you know, there's a joy of missing out sometimes where you just have that peace and that quiet time where all those ideas start to flow in or when all those things that will, you know, drive you to that next level in life and in business. And frankly, it was the time, you know, the time that I needed to get back to taking care of myself, exercising, eating right, um, reading, spending time with mentors. We, you know, I remember the first you know, lunch week you and I went to, I was checking, you know, I, I, I felt bad. I was checking my wire. I, got, I had to go back to the shop. I was, I was still, you, know, I was, you, you knew I was still working on it, but I remember when I couldn't take a Tuesday lunch without fidgeting and without when I learned how to sit still, when I learned the value of having that time for myself and being fully present when a mentor is, is giving me this information and I'm able to be present, listen, act on it. This is the time when having that time for yourself is the most valuable. And, and another knee-jerk reaction to someone who's not used to this is they feel that they're selfish. What do you tell them then? Yeah. Self-care is not selfish. It's the air mask. You have to put that air mask on first when that, if that, the first thing they tell you on the plane is put your air mask on first, then you can help other people. People don't want you helping them and they don't want your assistance when you're at 50 and 60%. You're irritated, you're aggravated, you're, you're not present, you're not listening, you're not focused. They don't want your help. Your help is not valuable. They want you at 100%. So to say that self-care is selfish is a, is a foolish statement. And I, and I try to back that up with showing examples of taking that time for yourself to insist on self-care because you need to be a hundred percent. Absolutely. And I'll tell you another thing that, that I think is important for anybody who feels that way. You were not put on this earth to run a multi-million dollar business. You weren't. You were here to provide for your family, yourself, your loved ones, the ones that you care the most about. And if you're not taking care of yourself, you're disappointing them. There'll always be multi-million dollar businesses, but there'll never be the relationship if you screw it all up. So unless you're trying to stay healthy, stressless, that I, I like to, you know, what I say this is not a trial run. Life is not a trial run. So the less stress you could have, take care of yourself. You know, that's a that's such a, a number four is so important because sometimes it's not about a, the tangible or physical thing you're doing. It's all up here. And you've been convinced that you're being selfish. And that's not that's not the case at all. Yeah. I, and I would like to you know add to that is, is right to your point is that 
you know, I, we, we hear business owners all the time saying, I'm doing this for my family. I'm, I'm working all these hours. I'm doing this for my family. Well, I could tell you right now to go ask your family if they'd rather have more of your money or more of your time. And I can guarantee that they want more of your time and they want a healthy, happy you as you're going through your business. But, but Joe, what you're teaching them, though, is you're teaching them how to create more time without losing profits and running your business. That's the difference. Some people might be thinking, oh, he's saying take take three days off. What's going to help my cash flow? No, you're not saying that. You're no. saying within your structure, you know, forget the old ways that people worked. Today, you can do what you're teaching and still grow profits. And, and so that's what I don't want people to think that you're telling slow down, you know, enjoy your family, but don't show up for work. I'm not saying that. We're saying you can do exactly what you're doing, grow your business and still take a lot more time off what I call the ideal lifestyle business and, and personal lifestyle. Right. That's exactly right, Tom. So what's a what's a, a daily action that you would suggest um, examples of daily actions for people to get going on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have to give what we want to receive. So if we are stressing other people out in our business, if we're you know if we're constantly late, if we're constantly frazzled, attitude, blaming other people, and we're just a, a pain to deal with we're going to just reap that back in return. And, you know, when you practice the, the daily actions, and I, and I say it's, it's gratitude and it's giving. And gratitude is simply thinking of being conscious of those things every day that we are grateful for. And when you're focused, when you, are, when you go into your business and instead of looking at what's wrong with your business, look at what's right with your business. Look about the look at the opportunity that you have been given and the the resources that you've been given. All too often, I see business owners looking at their business as this this prison, this adult daycare. And you've talked about this before. When they should be looking at that business as an asset. They should be looking at the businesses. This is going to create, this is going to be an investment vehicle that will create freedom for me. But it will only do that, first of all, when you go through the five keys, when you create the time to actually go out and work with these people that want to help you build that business when you drop the ego. So giving that gratitude, you can't have a high ego and be grateful at the same time. It's it's impossible. Right. And people think of giving in the in the sort in the in the context of money and resources. You know, sometimes people don't have the money to give. Sometimes people don't have the resources to give. But you know, you can give. You can listen. Creating a, a culture in your business of of coaching culture is done through listening to your employees. What is going on? If you're a solopreneur, listen to your clients, listen to what they're telling you they need, right? If you're sitting there and giving them the gift of a listening ear and, and being 
friendly with them, knowing, you know, you, you've always given me the example, you know, if you go to a, a dinner with Tom or a lunch with Tom, you'll, you'll know this. He knows everybody's birthday. He knows everybody, every waiter's name. He knows their, he knows their kids' names. He knows what, where they go on vacation. He knows what kind of car they drive. He knows the town. They, he, Tom knows, and he listens, and he's been a mentor to me on listening to your prospective clients, listening to the public, listening to what's out there. And if you give that gift of listening, your ears will always be open. And you'll always have that ability to make a connection for somebody else. That will build your business faster than anything that you can do is listening to people. Joe, I know, uh, boy, we've covered a lot here, and I know you have a lot more to give. Um, but before we leave, uh, let me ask, is there anything you want to leave us with or uh, something that uh, people can get from you on your website? Yeah, if you go to joeperone.biz, and it's forward slash the number five keys, you'll get access to the five keys to time freedom. It's uh, it's an expanded version of what we've talked about today. It's got some worksheets. It's got the time tracker that I talked about. And it, it's really that first initial step to get that time freedom that you really need in your business, in your life. You know, um, I can say this because I know your history. You know, I, I work and I meet a lot of coaches and people that give advice. And in, in many cases, they have the advice, but they've never done it. They've never really done it. They've read it and it works and it sounds good. But you're coming from a place where you went through it. You, you did it. You, you're doing it. It's working. Uh, we all see the wonderful pictures of your family every day on LinkedIn and stuff. And it's just adorable. But I, I, the takeaway that I see here is basically this. Um, you, in order to be successful, you really have to focus on what Joe's talking about because by creating more extra time, allowing you to be happier, allowing your business to grow because you're, you're going to come up with all kinds of ideas because you're away from your business and you're going to become more creative. I tell you the story about my 80 days a year, how Fridays became my creative days. Well, that's happening to you. I see that all the time. Um, this is a place to start. And, and I would say, Joe, it's not something that's going to happen in a week. You got to work at it. And that's what that's been very good about your coaching is that you're able to work over a period of time with somebody and get them step one, step two, step three, which is really good. Joe, I want to thank you. I will put in the show notes where they can get the report and download it and where they can contact you. But again, you're always grateful, uh, great, great for your time. And I appreciate it. So I really, um, anything else you want to talk about before we leave? No, Tom, I, I just appreciate what you've done here with this events on demand for business owners. It's a valuable resource. It's a resource that I frankly wish I had back in 2014. It would have yeah. definitely sped up the process to uh, time freedom for me. What, what Joe's talking about for those that are listening is that we're offering to groups free a series of uh, events on demand. You can click and cut for free and learn about how to grow your business. Uh, are we networking? No, we're not. We're not like the Chamber of Commerce where we say come to a networking and no one 
uh, and your phone doesn't ring, we're teaching you how to grow your business uh, probably better than anybody out there. So we're adding on and uh, anybody who owns uh, or is involved with a group that wants access to the events on demand, we have speakers all over the world, right, Joe? A lot of them. We do. You've assembled a great, great group of people that, that walk their talk. Absolutely. And my friend, my nephew, I love you dearly. Great job. Wonderful. Thanks for coming on. Love you too. Thanks. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.